Welcome to The Sip List, the podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things, including movies, music, TV shows, books, and more. The Sip List does not claim ownership of any clips used in this episode, as any film, TV, or sound clips are owned by the original copyright holders. Additionally, this podcast does contain spoilers, so please be aware. This show does also contain explicit content, so please keep that in mind as you are playing it wherever you are, work, car, etc. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Yeah, oh. what's your pick? I dare you. Anakin Skywalker. What? Anakin Skywalker. I'm coming again. <laughs> he was not a good husband. That guy that murdered his wife, yeah, he's the best. Like ever. He was never a good husband. Why? Why? He killed her. Full stop. <laughs> he killed her with her love. No. No, he killed her with a lightsaber. <laughs> or some I'm kind of explosion. No, he, like, he, he did that. Oh, that's right. He yeah. yeah. He killed Obi-Wan Kenobi with a lightsaber. With a lightsaber, yeah. No. What the fuck ever? He killed his wife. (laughs) His pregnant wife. He killed his pregnant wife. You know who else he probably thinks is a good husband? Scott Peterson. This is a podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things. And I have both Podmigos with me here momentarily. I don't know if Casey's going to be here for long, but for now, we're all three here. So what's up, guys? Hey, the business hey. does not pick up. Casey B will be here for the duration. It's a good way to pass the last two and a half hours till I get up. It looks like it's not snowing anymore. No, thank God. Ooh, gross. <laughs> I know. It was this morning. Doesn't the Pacific the Northwest know it's springtime? <laughs> Oklahoma and Texas certainly know it's springtime. The uh, neighbors are, are out in full force and the wind. The wind. Dude. The wind is r- r- fucking ridiculous. We had, we had a soccer game last night. <laughs> and that that wind. Yeah. Carter would punt the ball and it would just go. <laughs> like there was there was nothing he could do it was ridiculous uh, that's just sad yeah yeah we got some wind and storms and hail last night and i was like kept thinking like every time it hits the big window i'm like eh, don't gonna, break please don't break so we oh. have some ducks that you know the fountain oh, grass that we have out front Mm-hmm. Um, it all died. And so last week, Stephen ripped it all out. And when he did, a duck flew out of there and he was oh. like, oh, we had a duck just chilling in our fountain grass. And so he took the, all the stuff to the back fence. Um, and 
when he came back around, he said there were two ducks standing there looking at where the grass had been, like, oh, looking sad. And he was like, oh, shit, there was a nest in there. So he ran back to the record grass and he like was digging around in there looking for a nest. And luckily it was fully intact. Eight duck eggs in there. So he gathered up the nest with some extra grass and brought it back around to the front. So he had touched it back out there and like we made it, you know, all homey them again did you guys have duck egg omelets for breakfast no stop it rude <laughs> we put them back and he was like oh my gosh what if the the mom doesn't come back what yeah. if the dad doesn't come back i'm a duck murderer oh. he was like fully prepared to put a heat lamp out there that night because it was still oh. kind of cold but finally the mama duck comes back and she's like looking around trying to figure out how to get up in there. And she finally gets in there and nestles in. And so, because we had the, the potential for storms yesterday, we made a ghetto ass looking temporary housing situation. (laughs) Like so ugly that I had to like send out an email or a Facebook message to our HOA Facebook group. And I was like, Please excuse this hideous mess. I want to see it. We're housing some ducks in there. So these. My these husband tried to murder them. Federally we protected. Them. <laughs> We're trying to make sure that they're protected from any storms. Are, so. are ducks like other birds where if you touch the eggs, they won't do anything with them? I don't know, but we didn't touch we the Didn't eggs. touch them. That, no, that's the, the nest was fully intact. So Stephen was very careful when he, you know, brought it back up and, and chilling in the nest while we were building this hideous shit around her. So that's impressive that she stayed. She did stay. Yeah. And then Stephen moved like a rock or something and she hopped up out of there. But she needed a break because she has literally been sitting there for like a week. <laughs> she wow. hasn't left the nest that we've seen. She's like, well, now she's probably on high alert. She doesn't trust you guys. She's like, I'm hatching these babies and these humans can't do shit. Yeah. Well, and that's, I told Steven, I was like, she finally, when she flew off, I was like, she was probably like, Whoo, thank God some babysitters. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> it's like i'm hungry (laughs) yeah so they're they're good but we you know we had to protect them from from the elements the potential we didn't have anything but wind but i'm gonna need a picture of that Um, ducks you guys have been proud of me the other night because you know how like birds freak me out but we have this window um these like triple windows up high in the front and of course birds just kamikaze into that shit all the time um a a few have died and this happened the other night scared the shit out of me i thought for sure i was like that bird has to be dead because it hit hard and i went out there and it was the one i posted the picture of like i I guess everybody said it was a morning dove and it Mm -hmm. was just sitting there it wasn't laying down it didn't it was just perfectly perched in the grass and i was like okay so i approached it really slowly and it didn't move and i got close and i touched it and i was like "Eh." it didn't move it just sat there 
So I kind of like just barely stroked its wings to see if it would like flinch and it didn't. It just sat there. I was like, oh shit, this bird's hurt, but I don't know how, but I can't leave it here. It's going to die. And it was about to storm. And I'm like, fuck. So I Googled what to do with it. And they were like, give it a few minutes. It might just be dazed Mm -hmm. um, and it'll fly off on its own. It's like, if not, you can get a box, put it in the box, put a towel over it, take it outside, you know, every 30 minutes or so to see if it flies off. So I went and found a box and got a towel and put some gloves on and was ready to heal this bird. And then it flew away. (laughs) I got close enough to it and it flew off. Well, yay. So I was like, good, I didn't have to pick up the bird, but I was going to. Google too. We Googled what to do in case the, the mom didn't come back. Well, ducks are federally like protected. So oh. you are not supposed to mess with their nests. Right. Or, you know, so we were Even like, if it's oh, in your yard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to call like a wildlife preserve to come out and, and they'll take care of it. So like with bees. Yeah. You didn't have to do that. What? What the hell kind of place is freaking this Oklahoma that you live in? What do you mean? Why you, why, why you got to protect the duck's nest? Because it's it's what the law says. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the law. But we didn't write it, but we're gonna abide by it. I mean, I'm gonna not. I'm gonna not kill some baby ducks if I can. Yeah. If I can help it. I'm gonna try to make sure that they actually have I mean, a chance is, in the world. Not that I would ever like disregard that, but that is a good question because, like bees, I understand. Like we need bees in the ecosystem, so I get that you're not supposed to kill bees. There are people that will remove them for you, but ducks? I mean... I would stop on a bee if I have to. I don't know. Mm. You're I'm okay with animosity today. <laughs> yeah. Like, what did a duck ever do to you? Yeah. What crawled up oh. your ass? A duck? A duck I know. It's the Oregon duck. It's, it's the Oregon duck. And I bet you it's also that duck from Duck Hunt. You could never get him, could you? <laughs> hey, now. It plagues me in my sleep. (laughs) That dog comes up and laughs at you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, feelings right now. Casey is salty today. Yeah, we're trying to appreciate husbands here. Yeah. Well, maybe the saltiness that Casey B is feeling is because the reason why he's not a husband. So, well, you're our podcast husband. There you go. Oh, wow. We're not good enough for him. Okay. I see how it is. I didn't say. (laughs) Hey, I got other men lining up to be my podcast husband. In trouble too, because I didn't invite Amanda on when I invited Meg on for The Shining. I was just giving you shit because you gave me shit when I didn't invite you onto something. Like, you know, our invitations aren't automatic. (laughs) I know. That's uh, why I don't remember what that was now. And just tagged Meg in it because I knew you were. Well, what the hell? And then you freaking comment back. I guess I don't rate a freaking invite. <laughs> Damn right. A bad day. That's no. so good I'm just being a smart ass. Are you laughing at Steven? Yeah. What did oh, you do? Yeah. Uh, oh. he's, he's. Unless his dick's out, then I don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> Showing brain. <laughs> He's dancing outside the door. <laughs> Got a surprise for you. 
Nope, yeah. not looking at the screen. Oh, oh he's not in here. <laughs> I would never do that anyway. <laughs> and I've already seen it, so it's okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> you and Amanda would do it's the fact that I don't trust either of your <laughs> husbands. Mine's not here. I would do this. this. If he walked in like that, I would do this. I'd be yeah. like, y'all don't, don't want to see. No, I wouldn't do that to you. He's waiting for you to come out and really show him how appreciative you are after we do this podcast. Right. Uh, <laughs> what we should have done was shitty husbands because then we could appreciate our actual husbands even more. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of that, we are here to celebrate Husband Appreciation Day, which is Saturday the 16th, which is also Selena Day. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about husbands. And so we are counting down our top five favorite movie husbands. Um, so yeah, that should be fun. Obviously, Casey doesn't have a list for this because he doesn't have favorite husbands, I guess. I, I actually, oh yeah, you do have your one, which is the reason that you were not invited to do this. <laughs> you clearly don't understand what makes a good husband. I do um, understand what makes a good husband. Well, then your pick is wrong. No, it's not. Okay, why don't you just go ahead and tell us? Yeah, no. what's your pick? <clears throat> I dare Anakin you. Anakin Skywalker. What? Anakin Skywalker. I'm coming in. <laughs> he was not a good husband. That guy that murdered his wife. Yeah, he's the best. Like ever. He was never a good husband. Why? Why? He killed her. Full stop. <laughs> he killed her with her love. No. No, he killed her with a lightsaber. <laughs> or some um, kind of explosion. He, like, of rage. he did the, Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He killed Obi-Wan Kenobi with a lightsaber. With a lightsaber, yeah. No. What she, the fuck <laughs> ever? He killed his wife. Yeah. <laughs> his pregnant <laughs> wife. Yeah. He killed yeah. his pregnant <laughs> wife. Because she and Obi-Wan Kenobi were bumping uglies. No, they weren't. You know who else he probably thinks is a good husband? Scott Peterson. Mm. Oh, hell no. What's the difference? I don't that fucker as far as I can tell it. Pregnant oh, wife. Pregnant Kill. wife. Dead. Would you put fucker on a podcast and not freaker? Huh? You know how I'm always freak, freaking, 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 mm-hmm. would I not say it, dropping the F-bombs? I uh-huh. just said fucking on the podcast. You did. Good for you. Wow, I'm at work. Good for you. I like it. I'm moving up in the world. But also, you're fired for your pick because that. Yeah, no, it's it's it, and and your second choice wasn't that great of a one either. But I'll give you that one. Who's okay. your second choice? John McClane. Yeah. Eh. At eh. least she didn't fucking say, "Oh hell no." She no, at least I mean. Food. He freaking killed terrorists in Nakatomi Plaza for his wife. No, he did that for all the people in the building. She just happened to be one of the people in the building. (laughs) If she had not been there, he would have just, whatever. No way. He's not that kind of guy. He's a cop. He's not that kind of guy. Head out to the coast. Have a few laughs. Oh, Bruce Willis. We gotta do a Bruce Willis episode soon. I'm real yeah. sad about him. Me too. 
Um, all right. So I know, uh, even though you're not working anymore, Jen, are you drinking anything or just water or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Just water. That's cool. Casey, I'm sure is water or something. I hope you're not drinking alcohol on the job. The simplest does not condone consuming alcohol or drugs while on the clock. Oh, well, then in that case, I should probably tip out the fucking door then. Because <laughs> I got freaking vodka in my thermos and a dime bag of weed sitting on the fucking de- desk. <laughs> I'd hide that shit if I were you. At least it's not going to take it. I am having um, a champagne cocktail. I got these lovely, well, George got them, these lovely um, Italian sodas from Central Market. Um, So this one is prickly pear. And then I had one that was uh, peach bellini. And then mix them with champagne. They're good by themselves, too. Um, The pear one is better. It's not as sweet. But the bellini one's pretty sweet. So, yeah. um, Just for clarification, in case there's any freaking wackadoos listening, I do not have a dime bag of weed on my desk at work. <laughs> we will not disclose your place of employment on the on the podcast. Oh hell no, because I actually work at a federal facility. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's do some sip libs. Oh. And the one I have for us is called My Dream Man. How appropriate. <laughs> Dream lover, come and rescue me. Uh, <laughs> I still love that song. Contributing to a sip lives that's about a dream man. Not that kind of dream man. Mm-hmm. Unless we want to make it that. But we're we're supposed to be uh, praising our husbands, not talking about getting murdered in our dreams. So <clears throat> the first one was an adjective. <laughs> so certifiably fuckable. <laughs> Fuckable. How many drinks? I've you literally have? had like four <laughs> sips of this. Certifiably fuckable. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, Jean, give me an adjective. Another one? Yeah. Um, let's go with sparingly. <laughs> That's not an adjective, is it? I mean, it can be. Okay. I not. Well, I no. can. We can try it. <laughs> Pick a different one. Oh, uh, because I my Casey adjective? Hurts. Yeah. Got an adjective in mind. Blue. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. A celebrity. Let's say. Ooh. What's that guy's name? Gallagher. <laughs> What's that watermelon guy's name? Gallagher. Um, okay. Gene, a celebrity. Another one? Yeah. Um, Bruce Willis, because we were just talking about him. Okay. Casey, an animal? Hip-hop anonymous. Oh, man. <laughs> Hip-hop anonymous. I don't know how to spell it, but I know what you're saying. A verb, we'll say fuck. Noun? Um, nipples. Nipple. Noun, Casey? Uh, ring. Okay. Part of body. 
let's say cock. <laughs> okay. Labia. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. Adverb. No, not as good as I was going with. <laughs> okay, adverb. Let's say. Oh, why my brain is just not sparingly. Yes, I mean, sure, why not? I was thinking that was an adverb. My brain does not want to do anything. <clears throat> well, if you want, I can just hit random word for all of them and see what it does. <laughs> if you can't oh. think of something as a button for a random word, okay. Um, adjective, Casey. Lazy. Okay. Adverb. Sexily. <laughs> sexily. Like she did that very sexily. <laughs> That's not a word, but I just made it one. I adjective. The correct word would be sultry. Another adjective. Um hard. Yeah. Okay. Adjective, Casey. Loose. <laughs> <laughs> hard and loose okay part of the body labia all right we've got hard loose labia this should be interesting all right uh, we're almost to the end if you've gone with the part of the body i was thinking of which part was that hard loose roast beef curtains oh yeah i thought about it that's too much to say <laughs> that's a mouthful if you will <laughs> Uh, myself up. Okay, sorry. Adjective. Um <laughs> shiny. Okay. Noun. Badge. Okay. Noun for me. Let's say bathhouse. <laughs> and person in the room. Can we just say Steven? Sure. Even though he's not there anymore. He's okay. <laughs> that we know of anyway. Okay. Almost in the room. Yeah, My yeah. dream. What? Oh, I, I swear I heard somebody talking. Okay. My dream man should, first of all, be very certifiably fuckable and blue. Okay. He should have a physique like Gallagher, a profile like Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> and a profile like Bruce Willis and the intelligence of a hip-hop anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> he must be polite and must always remember to fuck my nipple, <laughs> to tip his ring, and to take my cock when crossing the street. <laughs> <laughs> you never want to cross the street without a cock in your hand. He should move sparingly have a lazy voice, and should always dress sexily. See? I would like him to be a hard dancer, and when we are alone, he should whisper loose nothings into my labia. <laughs> loose please nothing please nothing whisper nothing. loose nothings into my labia. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dead. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> oh lord. He should whisper loose nothings into my labia and hold my shiny badge. I know a bathhouse is hard to find. In fact, the only one I can think of is Steven. 
All right. Oh, sweet nothings into <sighs> my labia. Loose nothings. Loose, oh, loose nothings. nothings. Sorry. See, I. Whew. Sorry, I'm writing that one down. That's a good one. <laughs> that one's got to go in the book. I love oh, it. Okay. Good job. Good job. All right. All right. <laughs> The Sip List is a proud member of the Nerd House Entertainment Network. There are many shows there to enjoy. Go check out Moral Combat, where they argue and the audience votes about all kinds of things. Flops, where they discuss laws that make no effing sense. Tangents with Spencer Sellins, where, you guessed it, they go off on tangents. And Mid-Tier Entertainment with Rook and Wild 7, playing games and just doing fun stuff. You can find all the shows on the network at nerdhouseentertainment.com. Well, let's move on to our lists so that we can praise the husbands of film and I guess our own because I'm sure they deserve it. Yes. Top five movie husbands. So I, I had a lot of choices, but then some of them I had a hard time with because I was, it was easier to think of good dads than it was good husbands for me for some reason, because I always kind of throw those together. So the ones that I picked are the dads the ones that are dads but I really did try to focus on being the good husband part so yeah um how many do you think we're gonna have in common I'm gonna say I think for sure for sure one maybe two okay I say zero for me and you well on both of you (laughs) oh no shit (laughs) you think um I'm gonna say one only because I I, I I think there's one that's a given, um, but other than that, I'm not really sure how you went with your list. Okay. So uh, last night, Chris tied the record. We had three in common on our Alan Rickman list. So oh, nice. I'm I'm a little upset I wasn't invited to that one, but it's fine. Weren't you? I fucking love Alan Rickman. <laughs> I swore. Oh, I am so sorry. I no, swear we told not, you about that. Fine. No, because no, no. I swear I offered it up to everybody. Maybe I didn't. Mm-mm. Are you sure? Oh, man. Right, well, I'm an asshole. No, you you're not. Two Podmigos. Oh. I'll make it up to you in September. So okay. Oh. <laughs> How are you doing in September? Apparently making this shit up to you. Aren't you coming to visit us? Yes. Okay. I have. It is my 12 hour Friday. So my brain is like halfway checked out already. Oh, gotcha. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Jean, kick it off. What's your number five? Okay. My number five is um, Carl Fredrickson from Pixar's Up. Mm-hmm. He literally moves his house. To try to put it where his sweet little dead wife always wanted it to be. Yeah. Like, and just the flashbacks of like them together. That little Pixar movie made me cry. (laughs) I was not expecting to cry 10 minutes into an animated movie. Like, I know. But I can't do this like that. All the just the the, that was more than 10 minutes. I mean, well, I don't know. Okay. This was like right off the bat, pretty much. Yeah, it was probably in the first five minutes. I don't know, but yeah. I, you know. But he just seemed like such a sweet husband, even I when know. she was around. And then that was her dream. And so he wanted to fulfill her dream. 
and he goes through all this shit to just to try to put her house where she always wanted it and he's got to deal with that annoying little shit yeah <laughs> no, that kid was kind of cute um yeah. that made my long list it's not in my top five but it almost was because yeah i mean he loved her so much he did such a good little husband yes even totally after agree. Death, he, was, he was trying to make her happy totally agree oh, yeah that was my number five okay um question yes well, not yeah. really question but um if my radio starts to go off, I will try and mute as fast as I can. That way you don't have as much to edit out in case the conversations go long. Okay, cool. You mute it and then unmute it if you want to say something. Since you don't have a list, would that be easier? Just to mute it and then unmute it when you want to say something? Fine. <laughs> I'm just trying to be helpful. Trying to keep Amanda from having to edit out your radio. I <laughs> mean think about it that way so yeah that probably would be easier all right well moving along <laughs> what's your number five <laughs> my number five is a character played by steve carell and it is cal weaver from crazy stupid love yeah he is on my long list he was a hard hard to keep off of the long like yeah. i want to know my top five but these other yeah. five i think pushed him out yeah, and I kind of felt that way about Carl too. But man, Cal, like he's oh. taking care of the yard after she's kicked him out, and he does that cute little thing to try to win her back. And yeah, he becomes a man whore for a bit, but he's just so in love with he's her, and so committed though. to her. Well, like, yeah, yeah, so heartbroken. He's just, you know, he's sweet and kind and determined, and he's a good dad, which I think is part of being a good husband. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely rooted for him in that movie. I love that movie anyway. But, I do too. Yeah. So All good. the dudes in that movie are just, they're quality. Yeah. Like, they're just, they're good guys. Kevin Bacon, Brian Gosling. Yeah. He's, he's a seduced, good guy. He seduced he, a married woman. But he he waited until they were separated to actually, like. Yeah, but he still slept with her. <laughs> okay oh, but I, he was still solid like he was a gentleman <laughs> i fucked your wife but i was a gentleman about it <laughs> yes i was <laughs> you're david lindhagen he starts taking off his rings <laughs> who's lindhagen <laughs> lindhagen and they all go with lindhagen <laughs> oh, such a great movie he yeah. is he for sure I, I i had a hard time not having him in my top five Okay, but cool. I was really thinking about like Carl bumped him out just because yeah. of the lengths that he went to even after she died. So, well, and the rest of my picks are going to be like that. I yeah. really just I threw him in because I like to see the commitment and the determination to keep his family together, and you know, high school yeah. or middle school boyfriend and girlfriend, and you know, love to last that long is impressive. So yeah. All right. Well, what's your number four? Solid. Um, okay, so my number four is um, a Ryan Gosling, James Gardner character, Noah from The Notebook. Mm-hmm. So that's devotion right there. Like yeah. that. Casey, do not a, shake your head. A lot. Yeah, why are you shaking your head? That, 
if my husband, if I get Alzheimer's, which runs in my family, and George doesn't come read our love story to me every day to help jog me and make me remember, I don't want him. <laughs> All right, probably not. But yeah, that is commitment. Yeah. Why are you shaking your head? No reason, just being difficult. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, I've seen that movie one time because I oh, was wow. like, this fucking movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Get it, out you have here. to be ready to cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just in the one time that I saw the movie though, like, yes, it's kind of a low key toxic relationship at the beginning. Yeah. Because very like you're gonna go out with yeah me. he's a you little problematic I mean? at the beginning he is but but like his persistence pays off and eventually you know through all the shit that they go through um he still loves her so much that yeah, yeah. In her deteriorating state he still every day sits and tells their yeah. love story to her and that just and how many of those days do you think she doesn't remember or she becomes hostile like she did at the end? Like, I mean, yeah. Alzheimer's is a fucking bitch for people Horrible. that don't know. It is. It's and terrible. you never know what you're going to get. I mean, if you think about it realistically, which I know it's a movie, but what if one day he's sitting there and she's talking about the best sex she ever had with Lon and he's going to sit there and listen to it, you know, because mm-hmm. she's like, then he will. Because and he, he will because he loves her. I know. Uh, Noah's my number two. So, yeah. um, so that was one. That was one that I thought we would have in common. I wasn't sure if you were going to have that one or not. So that was kind of like my maybe too. I thought that might be a little too cheesy for you, but um, I love when his kids are trying to get him to come live with them, and he's like, you know, that's my sweetheart in there. I'm not leaving her. Your mother's my home. Like I just break down. Like oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. And then, when she realizes she's like it was us and she starts crying oh my god i'm gonna cry now okay Woo. yeah it just ugh, that movie yeah. nope not watching it again i've seen <laughs> a lot <laughs> but it is it's yeah he's solid husband right there for real that's commitment sticking around okay. all of that that's a good one and yeah my number two so awesome my number four is another one i think you might have Um, it's still not the one I was pretty sure we would both have, but, um, it is a character played by Andy Garcia and it is Michael Green from when a man loves a woman. No, no, not have him in my top five. Okay. And his character is a little problematic too, because, you know, on the outside, he's like this great husband. He's taking care of his drunk wife. And then when he finds out she's an alcoholic, you know, he gets her to the place. He's determined for her to get better. He's taking care of the family, but he's also kind of trying to fix her. And it's like, he has to admit it's not his job to fix her and, and he can't fix her. Like he has to love her for who she is. And he's just so sweet. I, and at the end, when he shows up at her AA meeting and he's like, I have to read it. It's my favorite. So she has 600 different smiles. They can light up your life. They can make you laugh out loud just like that they can even make you cry just like that that's so sweet but i think he he was a very good husband yes casey Um, can i make a legitimate number one when we get to the number ones absolutely (laughs) for sure no joking 
all seriousness. Okay. Please continue. I'm back to mute. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, one of the things I like about him, besides the fact that he was really trying to take care of everything, um, and he's a pilot, what? and he's Andy Garcia, but he was man enough to admit that he couldn't do it all. And, you yeah. know, he left her alone when she needed to be left alone. So I thought that was, anyway, another depressing movie, but it has a happy ending at least. Yeah, I've only seen that one once as well. So, all right. That's Andy Garcia. I'll always watch it. Yeah. Wow. He's a pretty good one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I thought you might have the one with that, but I wasn't really sure. So, yeah. okay. What you got for number three? Uh, my number three is a character played by um, Jared Butler. And it is Jerry from P.S. I Love You. Oh, yeah. Another movie that I've only watched one time. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, no but this dude literally from death is trying to make sure that his wife moves on and finds love again like he's yeah. sending her on these adventures and making sure that she's taken care of after he dies like yeah ridiculous that is come on yeah what, that's amazing that's a great husband Aww. yeah that was on my long list not my top five but yeah i'm totally with you and yeah, he it's such a so cute movie. Yeah. Um, I'm not a I, fan, but I'm not either. That's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really either. I think I've only seen it maybe once or twice, but it's definitely like that's amazing. One I Dean Morgan. Oh yeah. <laughs> One that I had written down that was gonna be in my top five, and at the last second I realized they weren't married, but it was the same kind of thing. It was um sam from ghost because it's yeah. like the same thing oh they to, weren't married they weren't married and i didn't so, realize that until the last spoiler alert he's my number two. Oh, yeah yeah okay. i put him as my number two because i forgot right. that they weren't married that's what fine let's go with it because damn it because yeah that was my same total argument you know beyond yeah. death he is trying to make sure she's okay he's trying to get justice for his own death and he's trying to help yeah. her you know, move on and all this stuff. And oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So two and three right there. Like, Jerry. There <laughs> but yeah. And I didn't even, that didn't hit me until the last minute. Cause he was in my top five and then I swapped him out. Um, actually, I think I swapped him out for Cal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's okay. It's cool. Oh, We're not worry about it. All about them not being married. They live Son together. Yes. Yes. Casey. Casey. If we're going that direction, can I make two then? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> okay. I mean, it'll be, my, it'll be my number one and number two. For all intents and purposes, they were married. They lived together, and they did. Yeah, yeah which so... is why neither of us remembered that they weren't actually yeah. married. Oh, and it just randomly that. occurred to me. So no. okay, well, I can switch out my number two. It's up I to you. I do have other people that I okay. can I can pull up in there. All right. Well, let me do my number three, and then you can decide yeah. A, yeah, a filler for yeah. number two. Go for okay. it. Okay. My number three is a character played by Channing Tatum, and his name is Leo Collins in The Vow. I'm like going to put him my number two. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. My number two yeah. also matches your number two. <laughs> I mean... 
speaking of commitment and you know that's something i mean that was based off a true story and those people actually got divorced in real life which was a bummer but um but yeah i mean can you imagine i mean you know you say in sickness and health and better for worse well what what happens when the worst is your spouse doesn't remember you like and you know at first he's like i'm going to try to make her remember and then he's like you know what no forget it i'm just gonna make her fall in love with me all over again that's fucking commitment yeah so that's another movie i've only seen once (laughs) i've only seen it once and i'm just like ah yeah if it hurts my heart or it Mm -hmm. makes me cry too much i'm not watching it again (laughs) i'm i'm an emotional cutter i've said this before so i watch movies that make me cry all the time yeah no damn it i was totally replacing sam with it with leo (laughs) well there you go hey we're on the same page yeah Um, and you know he again he lets her go when he has to he kept her dad's awful secret so that she wouldn't hate her parents like just all this stuff that he was doing to not just help them be married to each other but just to help her be a person and figure out her own life because it's not right. just him. She doesn't remember why she dropped out of law school. She doesn't know why she doesn't right. talk to her family. Like, she's just like, who the fuck am I? I have no idea. Yeah. So, yeah. Great husband. All right. Well, Casey, you want to throw out your number two? We'll let you go. So I'm going along the lines with um, these two were not married, but they were engaged and literally moments away from getting married but on a technicality i'll put them at number two over my number one because my number one was married Um, okay but eric and shelly from the crow oh yeah yeah because well obviously if you've seen the movie you know everything that happens to her yeah. <laughs> before she before she dies. Yeah. And then everything that happens to him, and then he comes back from the dead to to quote the movie Oven. to make the wrong things right. To put the wrong things right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good one. Sad, but good. good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well you want to do your number one first Casey or Jean you want to do yours I think our number one is going to be the same oh because we had number two is different that's right you already did your number two because yeah number two- my number two was Noah yeah okay um yeah Casey go ahead and do your number one my number one the iconic Tom Hanks role of all time Forrest Gump oh I thought about that, but they weren't married very long. So I kind of just like left it off the list, but you're right. That would be a good, like, love, like how devoted, like we were talking devoted loves. Yeah. That's a great one for that, for sure. Because he loved her almost his whole life. Yeah. Like only her. So that is a good pick. I did. I I wasn't going to go there per se because like Amanda said, um, they weren't married that long, but at the same time, they had a kid together. She was dying. He married her, brought her home. Took care of her. Take care of her and let her 
be at peace before ultimately she passed. But I'm I'm just dark as hell today. But bulldozed yeah. her old house. He buried her under that tree. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm so, with you, and I thought about that. I mean, yeah. Again, oh. like I, I'm. You can make the argument. Yeah. Okay. They were only married for what three and a half minutes of the movie before she passed away, but. Still, there's a certain kind of commitment to the institution that is marriage mm -hmm. that I don't necessarily know that you he got from her, but she definitely got it from him. Yeah. And as you guys are paying tribute to hey, Tyler. the husbands. Yeah. Uh, that car terminated at the <laughs> radio <laughs> yeah i almost wrote forrest gump down because i did think about that too but i just i feel like there there wasn't enough of the movie of husband material to throw him in there but i totally agree yeah yeah good choice solid okay all right i'm excited to see i feel like you should know what mine is so i'm hoping they're the same but you go okay so another movie i've only seen once and I'm not a huge fan of this movie just because it's a, it's somewhat um, redundant. Okay. Um, you're looking like, nope, just kidding. I'm wrong. <laughs> I think so. Cause I feel like you've had to have seen this movie more than once. So my number one, and I picked this because as far as like the links, these husbands go through, like, you know what I mean? Like this is a great husband. Um, 51st dates 51st dates. okay <laughs> Henry Roth not mine. Adam Sandler from 51st dates to do the shit that he does yeah. every day yeah every day for her yeah and again I don't like the movie I, I've, I've watched it one time I like because it because I, I get tired of the same shit over and over and over yeah, it's and like yeah, Groundhog it Day a little bit but I'm just it's not for me, but gotcha. his character for sure, like just everything yeah. that he does every day to try to help her remember is is pretty yeah. Awesome. Like I would hope that Stephen would do that. For <laughs> right. Him. Sure he would. He'd do it in a in different ways, but <laughs> he would he would for sure um he'd be the kind of guy that would do that. So but I, I think every day for the rest of your life, that's really hard to sustain and not because you would be a bad person at all. I mean, no. yeah, it's when you have a memory that resets every 24 hours, like that's crazy. Yeah. But no. And, and that's another one where they weren't married very long in the actual movie, but you still get the idea mm -hmm. because he did it through the whole movie. And then at the end with the boat and the, I just couldn't imagine, I was really surprised they had a kid. Because I feel like that complicates it so much more for sure for, for that kid, for her mom to not remember her every morning. But it's a it's a cute movie. It works out. And yeah, that's definitely commitment. Yeah. Okay. I had that one on my long list as well. Casey's yeah. eating ramen. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Looks good. <laughs> it does look good. But Casey, that's bad for your heart. You know how much sodium is in a cup of ramen? I'm just saying, we're not 21 anymore. <laughs> no, but I, I haven't eaten anything all day, and my blood sugar went. Uh, so I'm I scare because I care. 
Oh, I know. I don't do it very often, but yeah, normally yeah. this, when I go like that, yeah, we'll bring it right back up. George loves him some ramen. I I have to stop. Like I barely buy it anymore because he'll eat it all the time. I'm like no, mm-hmm. not good for you. Okay, so do you have any guess what my number one is? Um, I do. I do. Is it Clark Griswold? No, but he almost, I almost replaced Cal with Clark Griswold. Yeah, he's on my long list too. All right, Casey, who do you think it is? Michael Corleone. No, he was a terrible (laughs) husband. Almost as bad as Anakin. What's wrong with you? Is it uh, Jake Harry from Sweet Home Alabama? I thought about that too, but no. (laughs) You're going to get mad when I tell you because you're going to be like, why didn't I think of that? Um, it is the one and only Gomez Adams. You know, I should have known that you had that you w- would have that for your number one because I was thinking because yeah. <laughs> that's a long list one too. I mean, he's super devoted to his wife and just yeah, lovey dovey all the time. I mean, so no, I'm not guys. surprised <laughs> by that being your number one. I'm surprised that I didn't. It didn't automatically. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of thought you would know I would have that one, but yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, he's super. He worships the ground she walks on, and he's very, he's very much the atypical man with the he communicates and he dotes on her, and he's emotionally available, and he loves his family, and and he's hot for her all the time, and just makes yeah. her feel like a queen. And he's and he's yeah. kind of sexy, so and all of those <laughs> qualities are sexy, so, so yeah. I almost made Noah number one and Gomez number two. And I was like, nah, Gomez and Morticia are my marriage goals. So that's what I'm going to pick. <laughs> nice. I married the anti-Gomez, but that's okay. That's all right. No, George is the anti-Gomez? <laughs> George is uh, a soft dude. Yeah, he tries, he tries. Um, so yes, I had Clark Griswold. He was almost my number five instead of Cal. Because he just loves his family so damn much. Yeah. (laughs) Even though he's a moron. He is a moron. He is. Did you have any other honorable mentions? Um, Yeah, I named a couple of them already. So we had Cal and and Jake from Sweet Home Alabama and Clark um, and Leo, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) which I swapped for my number two, but then you stole it. So it's fine. (laughs) Um, And then another one was, um Maximus from Gladiator, Russell Crowe. Yeah. So comes and does he kills the fucking emperor <laughs> because of what they did to his wife and son, like yeah. to avenge them and be at peace with himself. And yeah, that's pretty solid. Ooh. Yeah, and that the, movie's hard for me to like, watch. The sister, like coming all trying to get up on him and he's like bitch I will cut you (laughs) yeah my wife was hotter than you get off me (laughs) yeah totally devoted to his his wife even after she dies and yes yeah so that was another that's my list kind of had a theme yeah a little bit of a theme it was just the the husbands that go to extreme lengths yeah either after they die or after their wife dies that yeah or if someone's sick or like whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so. I had that was real close was 
George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. Because mm-hmm. he just, you know, again, committed to his family. You know, yeah. obviously he kind of gets a bad run of luck of things, but he just loves his wife and and makes his home for them. And it's just so sweet. Yeah. And also another George, George Banks from Father of the Bride. <laughs> George, George Banks. <laughs> George Banks. See, I would put him in like the father category. Yeah, and that's kind of why I didn't. So it's like, he's a good husband too, but you get more of him as a dad. Yeah, movie. yeah. Because he's father of the bride in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> true, very true. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, I also had Dave from Couples Retreat. Because he's the only one of those guys who is like, I love my wife. I'm committed to her and not going off with, trying to be with skanks or, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a fun movie. I love that movie. Made me fall in love with Bora Bora. But mm. it's a long trip and it's expensive. So I'm sure I'll never go. And now Jamaica has overwater huts. The sandals, there's a new sandals in Jamaica that has them. So I'm like, we'll just go there. Nice. Heck yeah. all right well that was good so we had two right yeah two Mm -hmm. but we had a lot of overlap yeah so we did on the honorable mentions or whatever um and we both had one that wasn't married so even when you you had your (laughs) number two and then you replaced your number two with one of mine so I was like that's pretty good we were on the same on the same vibe for sure yeah yeah well everybody uh appreciate your husbands as much as we like to hate on the men they're they're good peeps and you know they're useful to have around like i don't feel like we hate on men yeah that's true we don't really i I really don't think we ever not seriously casey unless it's warranted yeah no but we just give them shit for my husband he's he really is the best and like just perfectly suited for me and when yeah. I'm sick takes such great care of me and you know I mean the, he's a great dad too which makes him even that much more of an awesome husband and mm-hmm. he just yeah I would not want to trade him for anyone else because he's he's my mate yeah Yeah, I mean, I felt, you know, the same way as much as George and I like drive each other crazy, we are very well suited for each other. And I always whenever I kind of talk about our relationship, I always go back to there's this quote from Modern Family. um, And it's it's either Claire or Phil that says it. I can't remember who actually says it. I think it's Phil, but they're talking about each other. And it's talking about like how, you know, in every relationship, there's always one person who's a dreamer and one person's a realist. And you'd think the realists would find each other and the dreamers would find each other, but really you need one of each because the realist keeps the dreamers, you know, leveled and the dreamers help the realists realize they can achieve bigger or, you know, you know what I mean? I can't remember the yeah. exact quote, but it was really. That would be Dunphy. Huh? Okay. That would be I can't remember the exact quote. I should have looked it up because it's one of my favorite things I've ever heard because it's true. It's not true for everybody, but I think that I was going to say, yeah, I don't know that 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 fits for us. I don't know. Yeah, that either you guys are a lot more like more dreamer or real than. Yeah, we're very similar. And I think that's why we work so well is because 
we get each other's, you know, sense of humor and sarcasm and yeah. Well, and George and I definitely have that, but I'm just way more of a, an idealist and he's way more of a black and white. This is how things are kind of person. So we have to help each other see both sides and it usually works out and we challenge each other. So, yeah. Um, Before we go, can I ask, are we going to announce the winner of our NC2A tournament bet? Oh yeah. Cause did we not do it? No. Oh, See, I don't know shit. I mean, I should have just kept my damn mouth shut and um, forgotten all about it in September. All right. Well, Amanda is <laughs> up two to one in contests. Is it two to one? Three you won, what? Friends, you won friends. And then you oh, won this. Basketball. So, so three to one or three to two? Three to one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm winning. <laughs> I won the debate. Yeah. So um, Casey will be doing a shout out to the SIP list on an evening at the movies about why the SIP list is the best podcast ever. And he owes me lunch when he comes to Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It was close, though. You already told me that I don't have to worry about food while I'm down there anyway. Yeah. Well, that's why you said the winner or the loser has to buy the winner lunch. I was like, I was going to buy you lunch anyway. And while you're here, I'm going to feed you. <laughs> yeah. But that meal so will taste so I much sweeter knowing that you lost. One lunch. One lunch. Maybe two. So Maybe do y'all two. need to stay here when y'all come to Oklahoma? I don't know. We need to figure that out. Um, it would be free. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure almost everything of my trip down there is almost free except for my airline ticket. That was more to Amanda than to you. Because <laughs> every time they come, they stay in a hotel and I'm like, we've got two extra bedrooms upstairs. Yeah. Um, and in September, all three bedrooms upstairs. <laughs> I know. I was going to bring that up and then I didn't want to because I'm like, I'm not ready. Can you believe in just a month we're going to have high school graduates? Like I just, which I know you have one already, but this is still, it's your baby. Oh, this is the last one. And this is my only one. And it's just like, fuck, our kids are going to be adults. I'm scared. It's crazy. So we usually stay in hotels for reasons that you would probably appreciate. Um, You can go one night without sex. Yeah, but hotel sex is good. It's it's okay, like it's different. You go one night without that. <laughs> no, for sure. But it's just you know. Okay. So hey, okay, we did it in Tyson Lauren's house. We'll do it in your house too. Now you'll have Casey as a neighbor. <laughs> oh yeah. No. You know. I say. So um, if we're staying at the Higgins's house too. Does that mean I have to commit to two nights of sipping while I'm down there? Because I've already committed to one. No. No. I'm not going to nope. force you to do anything yeah. with your vacation. I know you're not. I'm just being a smart ass. But it's not like an initiation. We're not going to force you to take 17 shots and then do an elephant I'm not walk. I'm hazing you. <laughs> you can commit to whatever you want to commit to. Yeah. 
No, I, I assume if we're going to Chris's party, there's going to be booze. So maybe okay, save your sipping for that. Well, I don't feel like it's an obligation. Like I have to, but no. you know, you know, it's a yeah. You do, you bro. Or and hey, it would be nice to have fun and just let, sit back and relax and have a good time. Yeah, Heck yeah. All maybe the Pepsi you enough. can drink. Maybe it'll still be warm enough for the pool. Oh, it's September. It will be. When is the? When is this? When is it again? I don't know. I need to ask Chris and put it on the. I believe it's September twenty-four. It better not be earlier because freaking, yeah. He put it in the in the message. Yeah, like ten weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know how long ago it was. Roll up. <laughs> Just kidding. So, Katie, when are you here? I was planning on coming down for a week ish, as long as that was accepted. But I figured there's. You know, we, Chris's and Cassandra's thing. We want to, you know, spend time with Gene and the Higginses. Plus, yeah. So it needs to at least be a. And we got to go to Dallas. Yeah. Because I want to do that. Well, not that I, I'm, whatever. I'm shut up. But okay. So well, when are you coming? It depends upon. Is that already well, I'm, planned? I'm tr I haven't already bought the tickets yet because I'm watching the fluctuating airline ticket prices right now. Yeah. To see when I get the best deal, but it hinges a lot around. I believe it's September 24th is Chris's thing. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, I don't want to fly in the night of the 23rd yeah i mean i'd be here for a day or whatever you know it would especially with jet lag i would prefer to settle in for a little bit before yeah. let's confirm with chris that his party is the 24th okay well we can figure this out yeah, um, we're still. I just yeah, noticed that's okay. Recording. I know it's okay. Edits. <laughs> I know it's like a Saturday night. Yeah. At the end of the day. Okay. So, I just figured. Let's group message him real quick and ask him, and then yeah, we need to figure that out, and then yeah, we could probably stay with you guys if that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Totally cool. Casey can wake up to Diane's smile. Mm-hmm. Sweet Diane, smiling little doggy. Can I bring I Jack? Her. She doesn't go upstairs, so you're fine. Oh. <laughs> Either way, I don't care. I love dogs. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, great lists. And I am not even going to worry about what else is coming up. Uh, the Alan Rickman episode will be dropping soon. And, um, this will be dropping on Saturday. And after that, I don't really know. I've got a lot of stuff scheduled with other people. So I got to, we got to figure out the simplest schedule and the evening at the movies schedule. But check out our Godfather episode. Just came out on the evening at the movies. It was good. Yes. Uh, While I've got to hear Jane 
do you want to do Harry Potter three coming up in the next few weeks? Sure. Okay. Cool. I didn't think you needed time to prep, so. <laughs> I've seen I've all been... Harry Potter so many times that I need no prep time. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, everybody have a great week and we'll see you next time. And until then, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.